General, I have made clear that the Department of Justice will speak through its court filings and its work. Just now, the Justice Department has filed a motion in the Southern District of Florida to unseal a search warrant and property receipt relating to a court-approved search that the FBI conducted earlier this week. That search was of premises located in Florida belonging to the former president. The department did not make any public statements on the day of the search. The former president publicly confirmed the search that evening, as is his right. Copies of both the warrant and the FBI property receipt were provided on the day of the search to the former president's counsel, who was on site during the search. The search warrant was authorized by a federal court upon the required finding of probable cause. The property receipt is a document that federal law requires law enforcement agents to leave with the property owner. The department filed the motion to make public the warrant and receipt in light of the former president's public confirmation of the search, the surrounding circumstances, and the substantial public interest in this matter. Faithful adherence to the rule of law is the bedrock principle of the Justice Department and of our democracy. Upholding the rule of law means applying the law evenly, without fear or favor. Under my watch, that is precisely what the Justice Department is doing. All Americans are entitled to the even-handed application of the law, to due process of the law, and to the presumption of innocence. Much of our work is by necessity conducted out of the public eye. We do that to protect the constitutional rights of all Americans and to protect the integrity of our investigations. Federal law, long-standing department rules, and our ethical obligations prevent me from providing further details as to the basis of the search at this time. There are, however, certain points I want you to know. First, I personally approve the decision to seek a search warrant in this matter. Second, the department does not take such a decision lightly. Where possible, it is standard practice to seek less intrusive means as an alternative to a search and to narrowly scope any search that is undertaken. Third, let me address recent unfounded attacks on the professionalism of the FBI and Justice Department agents and prosecutors. I will not stand by silently when their integrity is unfairly attacked. The men and women of the FBI and the Justice Department are dedicated, patriotic public servants. Every day, they protect the American people from violent crime, terrorism, and other threats to their safety while safeguarding our civil rights. They do so at great personal sacrifice and risk to themselves. I am honored to work alongside them. I just got handed the motion to unseal uh, the search warrant. Here's the motion to unseal the search warrant and the property receipt that was filed by the Department of Justice in South Florida. That is what Attorney General Merrick Garland started off this news conference. So we will get that information, what the search warrant said and what the property receipt lists. Um, he also said, and let's underscore this, that he personally approved 
this search warrant, all indications among everybody that knows how the Justice Department works, were that he would have needed to do it because it would be so sensitive. He confirmed that right there. He personally approved the search warrant. He said the Department of Justice doesn't take it lightly. And he made a point of saying he also will not stand by when the FBI and the Justice Department is attacked, that the integrity of his officers and his agents is paramount and that they do a big, hard job, my words, not his, of protecting the American public every single day. So They're lawless scumbags is what they are. And he is, I don't care, what's he, is this supposed to intimidate us? His, his crying, hunched over, about to wet himself, four days after we smoked him out, we're going to have Boris, we got Bossy, we got Seb Gorka, Darren Beatty. Also going to throw in Matt DiPerna and Christine Caramo, all of it coming in. But we got to start with the one and only Tom Fitton, who kind of initiated this to smoke him out of his cave. Tom Fitton at Judicial Watch. Tom, give us your assessment of what you heard today and what role did Judicial Watch, the great Judicial Watch, having in smoking out Merrick Garland to finally come up and counter at least the lies they told Newsweek Magazine. They told Newsweek Magazine two senior Justice Department officials with direct knowledge of the matter uh, had approval on 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 uh, to keep anonymity, but to address it. And they said we had nothing to do with any of this is all the FBI. Now you're hearing another set of lies. Tom Fitton, your assessment. Well, he looked pretty nervous, Steve, don't you agree? And uh, this was a whole lot of nothing in terms of actual disclosing what went on. Uh, but it's better than what we had four days ago. And, you know, we immediately, uh, the team at Judicial Watch, our lawyers, figure out a way to ask the court to unseal this immediately on, I think it was on the 9th. And now the big media have followed suit and, uh, you know, the court ordered them to respond. And now they're pretending not to respond, uh, but in fact they are. So the question is, what ultimately will they release? Now, you know, the, the, the search warrant cover is typically out there. The question is, is their underlying material justifying the warrant? Uh, that's going to be fully released, and we don't know that yet. And, of course, the, pr the president has a say, President Trump has a say, as to what might be released as well. I suspect he'll be on the side of transparency here. Uh, but we're slouching towards despotism here. I, I don't know how else to describe it. You've got these uh, anti-Trump, snide, left-wing, uh, partisan, partisan means they're Democrats, running the Justice Department, running the FBI. They hate Trump. Uh, they think the rule of law or the laws to be used to, to be used as a manipulative tool against their opponents as opposed to being enforced fairly in a way that the American people can, can have confidence that there's a fair administration of justice. Look, you know, what struck, struck me about this whole dispute, because we saw what was happening back in February when this first erupted, uh, this question about whether the president had records he shouldn't have had. We had sued the, the archives for records that Clinton had. He had a tape that necessarily included classified information, and he kept it in his sock drawer. And we said, this is the presidential record. What's going on here? Justice Palmer said, oh, no, no. You know, if he has it, it's presumably personal. The judge says you can't get behind. No one can get behind the president's decisions as to whether to designate records as personal or presidential. So the fact the president had them suggests that they were personal. 
and that they're just making up the laws that go along. There's no legal justification for this raid, in my view. It's, um, you know, and we're talking about the underlying documents and such, and we all know they can write whatever they want, right? But the purpose is to destroy this man and destroy people around him. That's the purpose, and they will come up with reasons to effectuate that purpose uh, until, until the end of time, practically speaking. Tom, I know you're you're busy and you got to bounce. Just one last thing: the affidavit. What what the magistrate know? Or, I know you're forcing this in the courts. Are we going to get a chance to see the affidavit of what they really said was going on to go to 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 actually get the search warrant? Because you, as you've proven and done such a great job on 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 the whole Russia disaster and the FISA courts, they lie all the time. They either withhold information, like oh by the way, the grand jury subpoena that president trump not only answered and had his lawyers answer but was helping guys walk around and see things whether that was in there or what other they make up because they lie all the time and they lied in fisa they lied to the fisa courts they have a reputation of lying what do you think about the affidavits and the underlying documents sir yeah i, I think it's going to confirm what i'm saying is that they're misstating the law they're twisting the law and I know people have been going after the judge down there, and you know that's uh, he, he has a responsibility here too. Uh, but the record is they lie to the courts, and the courts have to rely because they're they're they they you know they're in the business of approving warrants, right? And they have to rely that the government officials, the FBI, whoever is asking for a warrant or testifying truthfully, and you know, they can't rely on that, especially in politically sensitive cases such as this. So um, there's no basis for the warrant. There's going to be an affidavit that I'm sure will have some more information. I suspect they'll be trying to cover up a lot of it, so there'll be another fight there. Uh, but we have you know, more than a dozen Freedom of Information Act requests on top of this, uh, so we're not letting this go. This is, um, you know, this is the Rubicon that they've crossed, I think, and I, I don't know how else uh, to describe it, and I don't see how the Justice Department and the FBI survive in their current form if we have a competent... Um, a group of conservatives and patriots and constitutionalists in Congress and in the presidency. Listen to what Tom Fitton says. Tom Fitton has been in these battles for many decades. Tom, how do people get to Judicial Watch and particularly how they get to your social media to follow follow you in this epic battle? Well, I'm on Twitter and I'm true social at, at Tom Fitton or at real Tom Fitton, depending. You'll see the blue check marks. And we're on Facebook and judicialwatch.org. You know, we're we're battling that, you know, it's not just the point is we can't just talk about this. We have to gotta figure out ways and Judicial Watch has and others need to too, is to use the tools available to us under the Constitution to hold this government to account. And that's what we're trying to do. And, and it, we just can't just complain. What is it we do procedurally? Where, what's the budget of the FBI? Is it going to be the same next year as it is this year? Those are the questions we need to be getting at the heart of right now, because uh, these these two agencies are threats to our republic. No, we have to choke it down on the money side. Uh, Tom, thank you very much. Honored to have you on here, sir. Thank you, Steve. Appreciate your good work. Tom Fitton of Judicial Watch. We're going to go now to Boris Epstein. we got Pack, we got Seb Gorka, we got Darren coming up, Bossy. Bossy called this yesterday. We're going to play the tape of that. Boris, I know you're, you're, you're stretched for time. Uh, Christina Bob actually said this morning that what Merrick Garland said was a lie. She had to fight for the warrant, and then still part of it was sealed. Boris, give me your frank and blunt assessment of Merrick Garland's five minutes, just about to wet himself on global TV, nervous with the night, you know, breaking his voice, breaking, about to cry. What a man! Talk about a guy that can't step in and own a decision and own a room, Boris Epstein. 
total disaster, total disaster for him, the DOJ, and the FBI. Now, everything, everything's under seal, Steve, just to be clear. Everything is under seal. The warrant's under seal. The receipt is under seal. The affidavit is under seal. It is all under seal. Now, the DOJ is trying to play games. Well, you know, we're going to ask to unseal this unless the president opposes. Here's, this is all noise. Here's the only signal. The DOJ and the, and the FBI and, and the whole Biden administration were fully cooperated with, fully in compliance with, and now, and now they are being told by the American people that what they did to President Trump is unacceptable, it's despicable, and it's wrong. And that is that is the bottom line. The DOJ that went way and beyond any accepted uh, accepted norms here, way and beyond, and the American. No, and that's why you saw the political morning council poll came out today. President Trump is at 58. The next guy is at 17. The highest the president has ever been in that poll. That is today. Polling is coming out independence, 54% of independence. think this is President Trump's enemies who are pushing this. The President Trump and the MAGA movement are winning. They are winning the argument because this is a weaponization of the DOJ and the FBI and of law enforcement, the kinds we have never seen in this country. And Merrick Garland today was an embarrassment. No, he's oh, everybody is equal under the law. Well, do you go up there and give press conferences about everybody? Do you make motions to unseal warrants and receipts of property for everybody? No, you do not. And what and what is the reason? The reason is because the DOJ knows that it's been caught red-handed, and either they are completely a disaster or yeah. they are absolutely coordinating with Biden okay. and with the whole crime family to go after Hang on, hang on, whoa, 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 whoa. You're a columnist over at Newsweek. Steve Cortez just started being a columnist at Newsweek. Newsweek, it, look, it's a left wing, but they're, they're fair accurate. They have a story out that two senior Justice Department officials with direct knowledge of this matter right. were able to talk to them with anonymity to talk about this. Said the Justice Department had nothing to do with this. This was all the FBI got ahead of it. Why didn't Merrick Garland come out and correct it at the time? Why did he allow that to go out? Those are senior Justice Department officials. Where's Newsweek magazine? Are they going to back their story up? Because DOJ is lying. The FBI is lying. All of them are lying, and we're going to hold them all accountable. And I'm not going to sit there and listen to Merrick Garland. I will not stand by silently. Well, listen, pipsqueak. You can come out there and start crying again at the mic because War Room's not going to back off. We smoked you out. Tom Fitton smoked you out. Other conservative media smoked you out of your cave and forced you to that podium today to at least give your first cut of the lies and spin. We're not going to back off. You're a lawless scumbag. How about that? A, a, a suck on that. And the FBI is a bunch of lawless Gestapo. And we're going to get to the bottom of this. It's nothing but lies and misrepresentations. Boris, what's your social media, brother, so people can get to you? BorisCP.com is the website. Hot, BorisCP.com. Hot on Getter at BorisCP, Twitter at BorisCP. I'll see you tomorrow. Boris Epstein, go back to work. Okay, Seb Gorka, Darren Beatty, Dave Bossy, Murderer's Row, next about Merrick Garland in the war room. You know what's never good? When your nation's supposed authority on economic policy completely misses the flashing red lights of impending inflation. Now, Treasury Secretary Janet Yellen has finally admitted, quote, there's been an unanticipated and large shocks to the economy that have boosted energy and food prices and supply bottlenecks that affected our economy badly that I didn't at the time fully understand. End quote. You know who understands the real threat of inflation? People who invested in gold and silver with Birch Gold Group. 
They're protecting their savings from a highly turbulent economy by diversifying their 401k or IRA into gold, physical gold. It's not too late for you to take action now. Text Bannon, B-A-N-N-O-N, to 989898 and get a free info kit on diversifying and protecting your savings with precious metals. With an A-plus rating from the Better Business Bureau, countless five-star reviews, and thousands of satisfied customers, text Bannon, B-A-N-N-O-N, to 989898. And get the real help from Birch Gold today. Again, text Bannon to 989898 to claim your free, no-obligation information kit on protecting your savings with gold. War Room Pandemic with Stephen K. Bannon. The epidemic is a demon, and we cannot let this demon hide. War Room Pandemic. Here's your host, Stephen K. Bannon. Okay, welcome back. Thursday, 11 August, year of Earl 2022. It's red hot this afternoon, so I've asked only the heaviest hitters to come on here. i got Seb Gorka next. Seb, thank you for taking time away from the sailing broadcasting duties you have to join us here. Seb, give us your blunt and frank assessment of what you saw this afternoon with Merrick Garland, the Attorney General of the United States, sir? I, I saw nothing, Steve. I, I saw absolutely nothing. A, a man who says he's going to give us five minutes of his time in the most historic and the most shocking police action in American history, and he doesn't even explain why it happened. I mean, whoever coined it first, God bless them, but we are living in a time where the FBI has become the Gestapo of the United States. And let me be clear, you, you know, I worked for you in the White House as your deputy, as strategist to the president, but before that, before I joined the administration, my wife and I had the only external contract for CT training for the CTD, for the counterterrorism division of the Bureau. I was traveling 20,000 miles a month, going from RA to field office, teaching them about AQ, teaching them about ISIS. It, it was an honor for me. Everywhere I went, the ASAC, the supervisory special agent in charge, would give me the challenge coin and a little pin from the field office. And it was an honor to me. I, I literally trained thousands of these guys, special agents, IAs, and the SOS support staff. And now if these guys knocked on my door, I would say, talk to my stinking lawyers, the FBI with 30 agents. I, let me share this with you for the, nobody's heard this. I spoke to a guy who had 23 years in the bureau today in every division, in crim, in CI, in CT, who said to me this today, Steve, given the amount of equipment they rolled into Mar-a-Lago, and the fact they spent nine hours there, he believes the Bureau left surveillance equipment bugs inside the president's residence. That's in America, Steve. They've declared war like, on 74 hold, million hold, Americans. Hold, 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 hold. I want to I go back to that. You're saying this was a, a guy that's an FBI guy that, that reveres the FBI. He says given the time they had and, and, and they wouldn't allow any supervision, as Christina Bob said today, he actually believes that could be a possibility? He said, I didn't, I didn't ask him this. Okay. I, this was a private conversation off mic. And he said to me, and I said, can you come back on the show to say this publicly? And he said, yes. He said, as a guy who retired in January, this isn't a guy who retired 20 years ago in January, he believes his former colleagues in the bureau planted surveillance equipment in Mar-a-Lago. Why else, Steve, why else? Do you demand the security cameras be switched off? Skullduggery. This is the FBI. 
30,000 guys with guns, with badges. This is the president of the United States. And you know the system, but maybe the war room listeners don't. You've had a clearance. You had a clearance in the Navy. I had a secret clearance in the British Army. I had a TSSCI in the White House like you did. The president of the United States, unlike us, Steve, I still have my clearance because some stuff I do for the DOD. But anybody else who leaves government, they don't get to keep their clearances unless they are a cabinet member, a director of the agency like the CIA or the president. A president goes to his coffin, goes to his casket with his clearance. Jimmy Carter still has a TSSCI. The idea that you're going to raid the president's house because he's misusing secret classified information. This is an individual who 24-7, within 30 feet, had the nuclear football with the launch codes for our nuclear weapons. He's the guy that you're going to charge with misuse of secret documents. And by the way, guess what? All 17 federal intelligence services do what? They serve one person in America, one person, not the Speaker of the House, not that fat bastard, that disgrace to the US Army, Mark Milley. They serve the president. The intelligence community serves the president. So if he was keeping documents in his safe, who cares? He's the former president, Steve. Seb, uh, before I go, i got to ask you this about Newsweek magazine. Newsweek came out <laughs> two days ago, and, and they had senior, you know, with direct knowledge of this matter, they were authorized by Justice Department to speak to Newsweek as long as it was yeah. anonymity kept. With direct thing, they said, we had nothing to do with this. These are senior-level officials with direct knowledge of the matter. We had nothing to do with this. It was all the FBI's doing, and we don't know what you're talking about. How did, how did Merrick Garland, what happened in the last couple of days? Did we smoke out the truth, or is this just more lies and misrepresentation? Seb Gorka. Uh, Newsweek, ex- apart from the one conservative there who runs the op-ed page, is scum, is left-wing fake news. I couldn't care less what Newsweek said. It is totally irrelevant what they say. The, I, I've got the quotes in front of me. Uh, I know there is much speculation out there that this is political persecution, but it's really the best and worst of bureaucracy in action. This is the president of the United States. Less than 24 months ago, he was in the Oval Office. This is, we're supposed to believe this is a bungle? 30 agents? Oh, and by the way, 30 agents who refused to leave the warrant there. The lawyers were clear. The lawyers were in a screaming match. I spoke to somebody who spoke to the lawyers today on the day of the assault on Mar-a-Lago. They were in a screaming match saying, cease and desist. Do not enter this building until we see the warrant. A warrant that they only allowed them to look at and refuse to leave there. That's un-American. I don't care who you are. They, they bust into your house. They have to tell you why they are there. And the idea that this Epstein lawyer has given them till Monday to release the indictment behind the document, th- 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 this is the collapse of the republic. The FBI has to be dismantled. The only reason they did this is from the Billy Bush tapes that you dealt with, to Russia collusion, to double impeachment, to January 9th, to the New York prosecutor, they have tried to kill the king six times. And as the saying goes, if you try to kill the king, you better kill him. And they failed. They've got no other way. They are desperate. This is a mark of failure. And Bernie Carrick said it. What else else are they going to do next? Are they going to assassinate him? 
because they want to stop him. They have to stop him. You know why he was elected? Because he doesn't belong to anybody. He's not owned by Big Pharma. He's not owned by the unions. He's not owned by the oil industry. He is his own man, and that is why he must be destroyed. And it's also why we, the people who love America, the hobbits in the Shire, the real patriots, have to get him back into the White House. If you're not engaged, my wife yesterday, my wife who detests politics— who actually is a sane individual, got registered, uh, got certified as a senior, senior election official in Fairfax County, a county, by Amen. the way, that is Amen. missing a hundred. Steve, a hundred GOP election officers are missing. Just people haven't been bothered. If you're not, if you're not getting off your ass and actually being part of the solution, guess what? You're part of the problem. Dennis Prager is right. There are three people in the world: the warriors, the people who help the warriors, and the people who do nothing. Do not be in the third category. If my wife can become an election official to stop them stealing the election, you better do something yourself. And I don't mean, you know, buy a uh, let's go Brandon Yard sign, okay? It's a little bit, the, the, the stakes are a little bit more serious than that. We have to take back our country from the people who want to destroy it. And that means you run for office. That means you become a senior election official. That means when you see, where, where are the, where are the FBI agents who are picketing the FBI right now? I, I had a secretary DM me on Twitter, Steve saying, I'm so, I'm so ashamed of my agency, um, um, but I have to pay the rent. You know what I responded to her, Steve? I said, then you are complicit in treason. If you don't walk out of the building now, you are complicit in treason. What did our founding fathers pledge their lives, their treasure, and their sacred honor to so that you can pick up a paycheck and get a pension after 22 years? It, I know that you, Steve, and I would hope myself, if we had been one of the agents in Florida, given the warrant and told to bust down the president's door, I would have said, take your badge and take my stinking gun. I am not your Gestapo. But none of those agents did it. There's not, there's not, there's not two agents outside the FBI saying, I'm not doing this anymore. I'm done. I'm finished. Don't tell. Hannity lectured us for the last six years. Oh, it's not the rank and file. It's only the seventh floor of the Hoover building. Really, Sean? Really? Well, was it was it the seventh floor? Was it the assistant director of the FBI that picked up that ceramic plated vest and that M4 and took that warrant down to Mar-a-Lago? No, it wasn't. It was a special agent from the Florida field office. That person is a traitor to everything he swore to protect. I've spoken at the FBI a hundred times. I've lectured at Quantico. Do you know what's inside the main building at Quantico? You've probably seen it, Steve. There is an FBI badge that has been rearranged. They've taken off Federal Bureau of Investigations, and instead, at the heart in the main building, it says with the same letters, fidelity, bravery, and integrity. <laughs> that, that's the, the FBI's model. Fide fidelity. Fidelity to who? The Democrat Party, bravery, bravery in the face of what? What, the, the Secret Service agents were protecting Mar-a-Lago and integrity? You have no integrity, FBI. You are the political bully arm. You are the mafia of the Democrat Party. I'm sorry, so, Steve. I, uh, I, I've had it. No, it's, it's amazing. Uh, how do people get to you on Salem Broadcasting? How do they get to your social media and your podcast? 
Uh, I, I'm everywhere on social media except YouTube. There are a bunch of fascists. You can follow me at Seb Gorka on Twitter, on True Social. We're on Rumble, rumble.com slash Seb Gorka. The website is the easiest, 24-7. You can catch my show there. That's sebgorka.com, S-E-B-G-O-R-K-A, sebgorka.com. My friends, they've declared war on you, whoever you are. If you love America, I don't care who you voted for in the last election. If you love America, they have declared war on you. Seb Gorka, we're going to cut that and get it up right now. It will go viral, trust me. What a uh, discussion and talk with the American people. Seb Gorka from Salem Broadcasting, former deputy strategist at the White House and also uh, one of our editors over at Breitbart years ago. Okay, short break. Revolver, Darren Beatty, and of course, Dave Bossy, who called the shot yesterday on this show. Years have proven that we need to be prepared. We constantly see government overreach, attacks on our communication and energy grid, worldwide conflict, natural disasters, and the never-ending assault on our security and privacy. Having reliable communications is essential. Now, don't get caught without reliable communication. And I'm here to tell you, your fragile cell phone simply won't cut it. It will not cut it. That's why I've partnered with the Satellite Phone Store, so you can stay prepared and assure your vital communication stays private. They're one of America's largest satellite telephone companies with thousands of happy, well-prepared customers. Right now, they have a special promotional offer when you go to sat123.com slash Bannon. That is sat, S-A-T, 123.com slash Bannon, B-A-N-N-O-N. Get a free Amerisat satellite phone, 150 monthly minutes, free United States domestic number, and free rollover minutes for only $99.95 plus tax per month with an annual agreement. Now go to sat, that's S-A-T, 123.com sat123.com slash Bannon and get your device today. Don't put it off. Life can change in an instant. That's sat123.com slash Bannon. Do it today. Take action. You don't believe the leak and they're very specific. These, these unnamed sources who Newsweek says are senior justice department officials that are authorized to speak to Newsweek for this story. Okay. They're saying they had nothing. This was all at the FBI, and they thought it was a normal course of business, and FBI was doing it, and they really didn't know anything about it. If that's the, if you're saying that's a lie, and they're just trying to shove Chris Ray under the bus, and you're demanding that Chris Ray resign immediately, and Merrick Garland go to the Hill to explain himself, aren't you essentially saying after Garland explains himself under oath, he should resign, resign also? Because you don't buy the fact that Merrick Garland didn't know about this and at least okay. And you're saying even the magistrate judge, although they didn't go to the federal judge running the case, they went to Florida to a, a magistrate, a federal magistrate, but still just a magistrate judge. You're saying that guy would have never approved it unless he knew it had DOJ what? authorization, not just FBI. What a, what judge in America in this political atmosphere <laughs> that we are in is going to sign off on some because some Jamoke FBI agent rolls in and says, hey, we're going to raid the former president's house at Mar-a-Lago, by the way, while he's in uh, uh, while he's in New Jersey at Bedminster. OK, we're not communicating with his lawyers. We haven't asked no, judges, judges. That would be a reach for a federal judge to do that. Now, could it have happened that some judge woke up and 
in the, in the morning and said, I'm going to do this to get Donald Trump. And I, I believe the FBI, it, it begs credulity. It begs credulity. Let me just say this. Merrick Garland, you need to answer for this. And if, it's, if it is true that, that Christopher Ray was run amok, that the FBI was run amok, then you should be impeached because you are not managing that department. And, 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 and Kevin McCarthy and McConnell need to be presenting facts and evidence now to prepare for January to, go, to move against Merrick Garland. We cannot have a Justice Department that is run amok. It is, it is antithetical to what we are as Americans, and we cannot have this. That was yesterday's show. The pincer move that smoked him out was Tom Fitton, right? The Tom Fitton f- suits and Dave Bossy up here in War Room smoked him out. Because they watch this nonstop. Trust me, we may be rolled up any day. You know, they're, 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 they're coming hard, and we got it. We understand that. You're not going to shut us down. You, we may miss a broadcast or two, but you're not shutting down the war room. But yesterday, Dave Bossy on this show smoked about and said, that eh, it's Merrick Garland. And Merrick Garland got up the other day and wet himself with his voice cracking, about to cry. Dude, when you represent the United States of America, step up to the room like a man. Own the room. You're the freaking attorney general. A disgrace. You think the Chinese Communist Party, they're right there laughing at us. This is what these guys breaking. He's about to cry every second. Dave Bossy, great call yesterday, sir. What's your assessment of Merrick Garland today? I just think. Uh, God in heaven that he is not on the United States Supreme Court. You know, this, this guy, he is a disgrace. He is a disgrace to the legal profession. He's a disgrace to the Department of Justice. He will allow those leaks to go out there to, for representatives of the Department of Justice to go out there and try to throw Christopher Ray under the bus to say that, oh, we knew nothing about it is a bold faced lie. And the American people now know that it was a bold-faced lie. And Merrick Garland, I will, I double down on what I said yesterday, Steve, that it, this was 100% Merrick Garland's sign-off, which we now know it was. But I would submit that it was also approved by Joe Biden. That, that Merrick Garland himself, you can see by this press conference today, doesn't have the stones to sign off on this by himself. You know he called Uncle Joe. You know he did it. I know he did it. We need to prove it. That's why the Democrats, if they are not going to be uh, in collusion with this entire operation, they must call Ray and Garland today and the White House counsel to Congress today, not tomorrow, today. This has now been going on for days. We must uncover the truth, and it's only going to come with a vigorous aggressive investigation dave i know you got to bounce give your social media we're gonna have you back on the show tomorrow and get you up on skype because i know you're in a place that doesn't make itself for for public uh, conversation how do people get to you overnight we're gonna have you back on tomorrow you called this on this show you said hey it's a lie it's merrick garland and this is one of the reasons he got smoked out they realized conservative media was coming for him and the jig was up uh dave how do how do you get how do people get to you on social media you know, you know, Steve, the power of conservative media today should not be uh, underestimated. They are now reacting to what conservatives do and say, what they write 
and what they say on air. It is unbelievable this did not happen even five years ago. The, the, what you have and what other conservatives have have uh, as far as the tip of the spear on air is tremendous. It is doing a service for all Americans. And so uh, you can follow me, David Bossy, David underscore Bossy on Getter and on Twitter, d- at Dave Bossy on Truth Social. F- you know, I wrote a piece uh, in the Washington Times a couple days ago that kind of started this from my worldview uh, and what others are doing you know, is just tremendous leadership we're seeing from the conservative movement fighting for fighting for our Constitution and our freedoms. Dave Bossy, thank you. I'll have you back on tomorrow. Great call yesterday, brother. And he did it in a forceful way. Uh, Darren Beatty from Revolver. Darren, uh, before the assessment, what Bossy's saying, there wasn't, I think you shared with me a tweet before he came on air that says, that, has there been a message, a memo? And if we can get that tweet up. Has there been a memo to all the different offices in the, in the government, and particularly the FBI and GOJ, to start looking at conservative influencers and see who are actually getting in their grill because they want to do a threat assessment? Am I quoting that correctly, Darren Beatty, founder, publisher, editor of Revolver News? Yes. this I don't have any additional information on this, but this is a tweet from uh, John Cardillo, and it reports that There are emails circulating around uh, through various law enforcement agencies. Basically, go to the social media of conservative influencers, collect collect what you can on them and provide a quote unquote threat assessment. I think assuming that that's real, which I think it is, um, I think we all know what that means. That means they're going to. You know, hang on, hang on. Go to um, um, my social media is at Steve Bannon to get her. You can go there right now. Please sign up. (laughs) All you DOJ officials, hey, threat assess this, suck on this. You're a bunch of lawless scumbags. We're not going to back down one inch. If that's a threat to you, then suck on it. You're nothing but a bunch of lawless, Gestapo-like scumbags and that little wimp you rolled out today. By the way, Darren, give me your assessment of how a man steps into a decision and commands a room and makes sure. what The Chinese Communist Party, if I'm sitting there going, roll on Taiwan right now, this is what they got. Merrick Garland's what you're putting out there in front of the whole world to see, Darren Beatty. Well, you know, it, it really is this amazing juxtaposition to see such wimpy body language, to see such weakness from an individual like Merrick Garland, who, as you point out correctly, he's not a man. He is a regime janitor. But don't let his weak body language confuse you. This guy has a lot of dark, dark skeletons in his closet. And it's not starting now. This is not this man's first rodeo. This man's pattern of horribles extends all the way back to the Clinton administration, where people forget he ran the domestic extremism portfolio portfolio there. And he did a big janitor's job on uh, the Oklahoma City bombing, among other things. So this is a very dark individual who's been involved in um, the regime's machinations for a very, very long time. Look, you've been at the cutting edge of exposing DOJ, FBI on January 6th, all of it. Give us your assessment of where we stand now, given the raid. And they, and on CNN and MSNBC, there's not a raid. It's not a raid. Hey, it's a raid. Suck on that. It's a raid. The American people know it's a raid. You've lost the narrative. You've lost the narrative to conservative and right-wing media, and you're going to have to live with it because the American people see everything that's going on as we strip away your lies and misrepresentations every second. Darren Beatty. 
you know, I find it amusing that the same people who keep insisting that America is still a democracy claim that what happened at Mar-a-Lago wasn't a raid. But I want to draw attention to something that may be an interesting data point. There's been talk about this Newsweek story, which I agree is very interesting. I just wanted to point out that the reporter in this Newsweek story, someone that, frankly, I would love to sit down and have lunch with, this guy was also the person who reported this bizarre and incredible story that basically didn't get enough coverage, in my view. It's the exclusive secret commandos with shoot-to-kill authority were at the Capitol. And he claims that right after the new year, acting Attorney General Jeffrey Rosen personally approved this weird contingency plan operation to address extreme possibility of terrorist attack, weapons of mass destruction, all this kind of crazy stuff that they were anticipating on January 6th that called for exercises immediately prior to January 6th and put um, military and FBI operatives all over the place around the Capitol, despite the fact that the Capitol seemed to have uniquely poor security on that day. So maybe that's a false story, maybe not, but I just thought I'd point out that this is the same intelligence-connected author. His name is William M. Arkin. Um, so I'd be very interested to know what his sources are, what he knows, and what uh, the big scoops that he's actually not reporting, because it seems like he may have gotten the last one wrong. Given the fact we smoked Garland out, and Garland had to come forward today, which is shocking that it went on for four days before he came out. Tell, tell me, in your mind, because Revolver's all over this in like nine different levels, how do you see this story developing over the next couple of days? Because this is going to be an hour-by-hour, day-by-day story. Well, yeah, I think the focus really has to be, uh, well, multiple areas, but in particular on the approval process. Um, I mean, I think it's egregious enough, even if it's up to Merrick Garland, but I think we all know it goes higher than that. And you know what? An incidental benefit of actually knowing how high up the chain of command is, is we might actually discover who's actually running our government. You know, it's very possible that Biden didn't approve on it, not because, you know, he's innocent or whatever, just because he's not a participant in the major affairs of government in a way that we'd ordinarily expect the president could be. So again, incidental benefit could actually be we, we figure out who's actually running the country if you run up the approval chain on an op- action like this, because it's not something, it, you know, it's not something that uh, a, a janitor level individual like Merrick Garland or Christopher Ray takes upon himself to do. It's just not. Darren, real quickly, how do people get to Revolver? Your site's on fire. You're covering the story nine different directions. How do they get to Revolver and how do they follow you on social media? It's on fire right now, revolver.news. If you haven't seen it, go there right now. We have a piece that definitively shows that the FBI is hiding critical footage in relation to the so-called January 6th pipe bomber. Footage of the pipe bomber actually planting the bomb. We prove that they're hiding it. So just another mark against the corrupt institution known as the FBI. So go there to Revolver News, check it out right now. I'm on Twitter at Darren J. Beatty. And just as a final parting note, I think the GOP needs to use some of its hundreds of millions of dollars treasure chest, put it into a fund to provide protection and defense to potential whistleblowers within the yeah. FBI. Because we, we, we haven't even this, gotten to half of how dirty d- d- these institutions d- d- are. D- d- 
this is important. We're going to have Darren back on maybe tomorrow or, or over the weekend. We've got to get to the, this whistleblower idea is magnificent about providing legal cover for him as they really come forward and tell the truth about what's going on in these corrupt institutions. Darren Beatty, thank you very much. Just don't think it's at the federal level. Just don't think it's all about President Trump. The patriots that are running to turn these states around are actually under lawfare. We're going to go to Michigan. Matt DiPerna, Christine Caramo, join us next in the war room. Homeowners beware. You could already be the victim of home title theft and not have a clue. Some cyber thief may have already forged his name onto the title to your home. Think about that for a second. May already have forged his name onto the title of your home and you not know it. Well, here's how you find out. My partners at Home Title Lock have a special free offer to my listeners. Now go to HomeTitleLock.com. Then simply enter your address for your free, no obligation, home title scan. This is how you discover if a cyber thief is already camping on your home's title. Look, the title to your home is the only document that proves you own it. And once he forges your title, he can take out loans in your home to forge your name, stating that he's the new owner. First things first, let's make sure your home's title is securely in your name. You can do that now by going to HomeTitleLock.com and use my promo code RADIO, R-A-D-I-O, RADIO. Then enter your address for free, no obligation, home title scan. That's a $100 value, totally free. Again, that's HomeTitleLock.com, code radio. HomeTitleLock.com, code radio. Do this today. Take action. Are you feeling frustrated and powerless in the face of sky-high inflation? Well, here's what you can do about it. Take a minute and go to my website, PrepareWithBannon.com. That's PrepareWithBannon.com. You'll find what I call inflation-fighting food. Now, what is that? This is a long-term storage food. The kind that stays fresh for up to 25 years. Well, it's not only stays fresh, it stays affordable. You see, at today's prices, this food works out to around $3 a meal per person. Let me repeat that. $3 a meal per person. But years from now, when food prices are sky high, you'll be eating well for only $3 a meal. In other words, you lock in affordable food for years to come. And right now, you'll save 150 bucks on a three-month emergency food kit. When you go to preparewithbannon.com, that's preparewithbannon.com. These three-month kits with my Patriot Supply are in stock and ship fast with free shipping. This is an investment that will pay dividends for years to come. Go to preparewithbannon.com right now. That's preparewithbannon.com. Take action. Do it today. Attacks on American democracy are happening at the state level. David Pepper is the former chairman of Ohio's Democratic Party and author of the new book, A Simple With Us. David, uh, let's talk about this concept of what's happening at the state level. Where do you think the threat lies? You know, if you look closely, the front line of the attack on democracy and core rights is at the state house level. Over the last several decades, uh, these have become these institutions because of gerrymandering and voter suppression and the fact that most people don't pay attention to them. They are the perfect place to ram through a deeply unpopular and extreme agenda 
without having any accountability. So you were just talking the prior segment, how the only thing that happened when Trump was president was a tax cut. That's because most of what they're doing, they do through state houses where no one's watching almost their entire agenda from attacking abortion rights to anti-equality to banning books to attacking voters. It's all through state houses because they can do it there and get away with it and not get knocked out of office. So if you want to put into place a minority worldview, you can do it through state houses in a way that would okay. never work. At, at the that way was off the morning, Mika, this morning. They're focused on it. We know it, too. That's where we're going to win or lose at the state houses. And I've got if you think just what happened to President Trump is is isolated. It's not. There's an organized effort in the great state of Michigan to take out through lawfare two of the most prominent patriots in this country, Christina Caramo, who's running for Secretary of State, and Matt DiPerno, who's running for Attorney General. Christina, Dana Nessel today, I saw a tweet. She's accusing you now. They're already after DiPerno on this phony made-up stuff. They're after you now. Did I see a tweet that they're going to try to charge you with a crime, ma'am? So what happened was 100% fed up shared a video that they have of Dana Nessel back in April claiming that I was engaging in a felony by spreading quote-unquote disinformation and that I actually could be criminally charged. This is what's happening in our state of Michigan. When we expose government corruption, we have the neo-Marxist attorney general. This woman, again, is not a liberal. She's a total authoritarian. Her then threatening people with felonies. And even though, you know, people can say, well, she didn't really mean it like that. And that's a typical response we get. She's already evidenced by what she's doing to Matt that this woman wants to use the office of Michigan Attorney General to terrorize, strike fear in the hearts of people who dare to speak truth about systemic election corruption that is threatening our state and nation. And she wants to paralyze us where we won't fight back, but that's not what's going to happen. So if folks want to see the video, they can visit my Twitter at Christina Caramo, at Christina Caramo and they can't see the video themselves of her threatening me and her claiming that I could be criminally charged. So we as Michiganders and as Americans must fight back because even from that clip you just showed, Steve, is that these hardcore Marxists, they are terrified of our ninth and tenth amendment. They are terrified of states, state by state, taking our country back. So they want to suppress us at the state level. That way they can take over it and do what they want to us, which is terrorize us using our federal and state agencies. This is what you guys saying. This uh, we're going to get more into tomorrow in detail. We're going to play Nestle's clip tomorrow. When we have time. I want to go to Matt DePerna for a second. You, the the guy laid it out. We know that the Supreme Court going to have the independent state legislature's opinion in uh, North Carolina. Things are getting devolved back to the states as they should. That's why Christine Karama and Matt DePerna are so important. DePerna, they're coming after. She's Dana Nessel is off the chain right now. She's like she's like somebody in Stalin's government. Right. And now she's going after Christine Caramo with this made up. You know, you talked at a rally. It's a felony. What is she doing for against you, sir? Yeah, against me. She actually came out Sunday and called for a special prosecutor to be assigned, uh, claiming that I committed some uh, fake crime. But what we have learned uh, since uh, Sunday night is that Dana Nessel's actually been shopping her case uh, for quite a while to local friendly prosecutors of hers trying to get them to do her dirty work. And she's using state money to do it. Think of this, using state money allocated to the AG's office to fund an investigation into her political opponent in order to discredit me so that she can boost her campaign. That is an illegal campaign finance contribution. It needs to be looked at. And the media right now here in Detroit, 
uh, that broke this story is running scared now because they know she leaked this to them. Confidential information on her investigation leaked to the media on Sunday, the day I was traveling back from CPAC after being introduced to the country by President Trump at CPAC. Christina, are you going to back down Dana Nessel now, who's running for AG again, and she's trying to uh, use lawfare against her opponent, which is completely anti-democratic, anti-anything this country stands for. Are you going to back down now that she's basically put out there that she'll look to charge you potentially with a crime because you speaking up at a rally, ma'am? My word for Dana Nessel is bring it. <laughs> bring it, lady. She's done. She's done. She is an alcoholic. She knows that Matt will defeat her. And now she is going to take him down. And this video has been released of her also saying that I should I could potentially be criminally charged. The thing about it is if you ever back down from a bully, you learn this as a kid. If you back down from a bully, they're only going to get worse. The only remedy to a bully is to beat them down. And we are going to legally stop any potential actions that Dana Nessel would attempt to do. We, we, as America, this is this is not a partisan issue. And that was the thing I always try to emphasize to people. This is not about Republicans versus Democrats. This is about freedom versus tyranny. And irrespective of political affiliation, we can no longer take the Whitmer Benson Nestle tyranny anymore. And we have Jocelyn Benson running around, and this is the Secretary of State of Michigan, going in front of Congress claiming that election workers' lives are in danger from misinformation. She's already broken the law again regarding poll challengers' rights, and her and Dana Nessel are in cahoots to attack people who are speaking truth about their corruption. Uh, Christina, real quickly, what's your social media? How do people get to your campaign to find out more about it? Yeah, ChristinaCaramo.com, just like my name, Christina with a K, Caramo with a K, ChristinaCaramo.com, my social media, Twitter, Facebook, Instagram, True Social, all Christina Caramo. You're a hero and a patriot, and people know you're not going to back down. Matt DiPerno, she's coming hard. She knows she can't beat you at the polls, so she's got to try to chop block you with this made-up special prosecutor. How do people get to your – are you going to back down at all, DiPerno? No, absolutely not. Listen, everyone in the state right now should be terrified. Whether you're a Republican, a Democrat, or an Independent, you should be scared to death that our sitting attorney general will weaponize her office to defeat a political opponent – that is tyranny. And everyone in the state, whether you're a Republican or a Democrat, any elected official should stand up and, and, and talk against this right now, what she's doing. They should stand up in one unified voice and cry and call out this tyranny as it's happening. Dana Nessel should be impeached for this. The state legislature should defund her office immediately. You can find me at mdiperno on Twitter and diperno4mi.com or fightformat.com. These are heroes in Michigan. Stick around for the six o'clock show. We rejoice when there's no more. Folks, let me tell you about Salty. It's a company that makes a soft gel supplement rich in antioxidants to help people like you and me keep a healthy heart. While COVID gets all the headlines, it's important to realize that heart disease kills nearly 700,000 Americans every year. Yes, heart disease is the number one killer every year, year in and year out. Heart disease builds over time. Hypertension, high blood pressure, bad cholesterol, diabetes, all of it affects our heart. A healthy heart is key to being energetic as we get older. It is never too early to take care of your heart. You see, heart disease sneaks up on us. 
You can start in your 30s, and when this happens, you're at serious risk by the time you turn 60. If you want to take care of your heart and those you care about, please go to warroomhealth.com. That's warroomhealth.com. All one word, warroomhealth.com. Use the code WARROOM at checkout to save 67% of your first shipment. That's code WARROOM at checkout to save 67%. Do it again. WARROOMHEALTH, all one word, WARROOMHEALTH.COM. Go there today. You need, if you're going to be part of the posse, you need a strong heart. You need a lion's heart. How we're going to do that is with Salty. Go there. Do it today. Check it out. They put Peter Navarro in leg irons for simply doing his constitutional duty. Now they want to put Peter in prison for standing up for Donald Trump. Please go to Amazon right now and order Taking Back Trump's America to help fund Peter's legal defense. Taking Back Trump's America provides a critical MAGA blueprint to put Trump back in the White House in 2024. Buy Taking Back Trump's America on Amazon today. If they can put Peter Navarro in prison, they can come for all of us.